good morning. How's everyone doing? Welcome. We're back. We're back. We're getting back into into streaming and the content creation, and it's going to be uh, just an awesome thing. So happy July third, twenty twenty three. I'm Matt with So Cincy. Glad to have you. We're in a little different setup. If you saw the announcement last night that we're going to be doing this again, uh, we're going to be here 7 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, my hope is that we'll have a special thing on either Thursday evenings or Friday evenings to talk about um, other stuff. But for the most part, we'll be here Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This will go up. You want stream live at 7 a.m. on YouTube, right here on YouTube, youtube.com slash at so since you would know that because you're here. And um, it'll be up on the podcast so that you can listen to it later if you need to. Um, but we're going to go ahead and jump right into it. We're going to be in <clears throat> we're gonna be in Acts chapter 1. And I do apologize for my voice. It is uh, just a little, a little off. Long story, I had Chipotle um, Thursday night and... Uh, I choked. <laughs> I choked on like the the because of the hot sauce. I've I've just learned recently that I can't do hot sauce anymore, sadly enough. And so um it like messed up my my throat. I I feel like I've been screaming um like all day long. So my my throat is really, really raw. It's finally starting to come back. Um, but it's still just a little little raspy, a little rough. And uh yeah, that's where we are. So we're gonna be in um we're gonna be in Acts chapter one today. We'll be reading through this and it's gonna be really, really good. So it reads, and this is from the I don't want the ESV, I want the New Living Translation. ESV is good. I just I like the New Living Translation, and that's what I want to read read from. It's a, it's a it's a easier read, I think. Okay, it says in my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instruction through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time. And he, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And he walked to them and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised, as I told you before. John baptized you with water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to, to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, and in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, Why are you standing here, staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs room of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present. Peter, John, 
James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. During this time, when about 120 believers were together in one place, Peter stood up and addressed them. Brothers, he said, the scriptures had to be fulfilled concerning Judas, who guided those who arrested Jesus. This was predicted long ago by the Holy Spirit, speaking through King David. Judas was one of us and shared in the ministry with us. Judas had bought a field with the money he received from his treachery. Falling headfirst there, his body split open, spilling out all his intestines. The news of his death spread to all the people of Jerusalem, and they gave the place the Aramaic name, I'm not going to pronounce this, Akodama, close enough, which means field of blood. Peter continued, this was written in the book of Psalms where it says, let his home become desolate with no one living in it. It also says, let someone else take his position. So now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who were with us the entire time we were traveling with the Lord Jesus. From the time he was baptized by John until the day he was taken from us. Whoever is chosen will join us as a witness of Jesus' resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they all prayed, O Lord, you know every heart. Show us which of these men you have chosen as an apostle to replace Judas in this ministry, for he has deserted us and gone where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and Matthias was selected to become an apostle with the other eleven. So there's a few things that come up. So this is the Acts of the Apostles. This is obviously what we just read. Jesus is has resurrected. He's been hanging out with them, uh, talking to them. So this was verse one through uh, five, and so he was he was doing they're they're doing all these things. Now I'm not sure if any of it was recorded. Uh, some might have been, um, like him appearing to them and and. And uh, what's his name? Thomas touching the wounds and stuff like that. So some stuff was recorded, but not all of it. Because everything was like already recorded. So Jesus' early life and all those things. And so Jesus was hanging out. He leaves them. And now they're like, what? Right? And so the two men, they you can probably assume are angels, said like, hey, like, go. Like, he's he's not here anymore. And he's going to come back. Just like the same way, like as soon as he came, he's gonna, or as soon as he left, he's gonna come back. And so, the one other thing is that um, it says here who was all with them, and it listed out the the apostles, the the disciples, and the, and the people that were were with them. And so you have the the originals, the OGs, the eleven. Plus, they're going to have one more. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. These were ones who were there since, I'm assuming, if I'm remembering my Bible correctly, they were all there since basically John the Baptist baptized them, baptized, baptized Jesus, because it says so down in... Uh, uh, verse 21. Yeah. Now we must choose a replacement for Judas from among the men who are with us. So 
if you go back and read the first parts of any of the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, you know, you're going to see Jesus like gathering his posse, so to speak. And so, you know, those are going to be the first chapters. And so I don't know if Matthias and Joseph called Barsabbas was also mentioned back then. That would be something to look up as you're, as you're reading that, like just reading through the gospels. Cause I don't, like I've been reading through Mark, you know, the, the very beginning of Mark, and I don't recall these ones being uh, named. They could have been, but I just I don't know. So that's just something to, to dig through. But apparently they were there as well since the beginning. So I think that's pretty cool. And then um, the last thing, yeah, when it says building, <laughs> that's funny too. The second to last thing, uh, Judas. He's like, you know, he was like, what did I do? You know, he, he, you know, betrayed Jesus. He was like, oh, no, I did it for money, but realized, like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Ends up unaliving himself, falling head first, body split open, spilling out all his intestines, which is crazy. I love it, though. Not that, I, that he died. That's obviously sad, but, like, you know. The Bible is chock full of these little, uh, these little moments of just a little bit of gore, and it's just like, whoa, crazy. It'd make a good storyline, right? It'd make a good story. I mean, you watch Game of Thrones, watch other shows like that. Hey, the Bible, put the Bible up there as well. Start writing it. That's why I like The Chosen. The Chosen is pretty good. I started watching it again. But, anyways, so um, last thing. So they had to pick between. Two more disciples. They had to pick between Barsabbas, Joseph called Barsabbas, known as Justice, and they had to pick Matthias. And and so basically they, they left it up to God. They prayed, and then they cast lots, is what some translations will say. Oh, yeah, yeah, this one says it too. They cast lots. They don't, so I had to look it up because I was like trying to remember what cast lots was, if it was like something specific, if it was like rolling dice or something like that. Um, and so casting lots has been, has been done according to, uh, gotquestions.com or gotquestions.org. It's a great website if you ever have like literally questions and they, and so people will answer and, and some answers are better than others and they vote on the answers and yada, yada, yada. But casting lots is basically like drawing straws or flipping a coin or like, you know, you know, the rock, paper, scissors, that kind of thing. And what they said was, uh, because they, they wanted to leave it up to chance. They, they wanted to leave it really up to God because if, if God controls everything, he's going to control <laughs> who would draw the straws or who would win at rock, paper, scissors or bubble gum, bubble gum in a dish, all those things. And they said like now, when it comes to big, when it comes to decisions for us now, we don't want to, practice like casting lots because we have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will guide us and lead us into um, all discretion decisions and discernment so we leave so we leave things up to the to the Holy Spirit so our choices are a lot more oh what's the word um no I don't want to say that our our choices are you know we we when we have a hard choice, we pray over it. Um, one of the things I do is, you know, I 
often don't want to do things that are um what's the word I'm looking for? Um if I if I don't feel like a piece about it. So I'm currently I'm currently going through one decision where I'm unsure if I have peace about it. And it's simply because um and simply because I'm just unsure of the the skills like the skill set I have is gonna be a bit of a challenge. I'm unsure if I'm able to be keep up on things. I have other stuff going on. So I currently don't have peace about this decision and I'm so leaving up to the Holy Spirit to to guide me to a place of either I have peace about this thing to go ahead and pursue it or I I leave I leave it alone. I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe this is an answer, maybe this isn't a no, maybe this is just a not right now at this moment. Or this and and if that's so, then I leave it at that. Then I can re then I can revisit it. And if it's your decision, you can then revisit those decisions. And if it is a not right now, when you do revisit it, you can say, okay, is this a not right now now? Or is, is this a no? And and leave that to the to the discretion of the Holy Spirit. And and that's what I've always told people whenever they've asked, like, how do I know when to make this right decision? And it's just like, do you have peace about it? Or are you um or are you uncertain about it? And I do believe that that God will bring things to confirm it. Um and so on my on my Instagram story, my own personal one, I posted about um just being confirmed by two two uh well one's a friend, one's a, a friend by internet. Never meet those people in the like you come across people on the internet and they're like like you you watch their like she's a content creator, love her. Shout out to um it is me Dominique on on TikTok and Instagram. If you've ever seen her, she does like the Bible study trivia. So she posted this thing about about being inside of uh discomfort because it's familiar or going into uncomfort. So she posted that. So that kind of not confirmed the decision, but confirmed some um, thoughts that I had about venturing out into a new thing. And then an, an actual friend of ours, uh, uh, Miss Jazzy Liz on Instagram, go check her out. Smart, smart cookie. Uh, one of Kristen's good friends. And um, she kind of spoke about the same thing. And why I said confirm it is because when I opened up Instagram on two different days, their videos were like the same thing that popped up and I was listening. So I was just like, Oh man. So it was just confirming in a sense where I, it was, it was okay to like struggle in this, this decision and comfort. And so it has, it didn't confirm that I'm, I'm going to do this thing, but it was just like a confirmation that like, yeah, Hey, like it's okay to struggle with this. Like, God will lead you to it. God will guide you to it. He'll get you to he'll, the Holy Spirit will will lead you into whatever decision you make. And it's and it's going to be OK, because it's if you do pursue this, it's going to be a, a big faith step in trusting in God. And so even with our ministry, it has, it has been a, a faith step in trusting in God. Like if you've ever heard us tell our story. Like because now we support Ray's, we make way less money than when we were working to like two solid good paying jobs with benefits and stuff like that, like we're making a lot less money now and compared to then. 
and God has brought us through it out for this is our fifth year of living in Cincinnati. So we moved up. It was officially July 2nd, 2018. So yeah, five years. So this is our, our fifth year journey and, and God has pulled us through and we haven't missed a bill. Uh, we haven't been late on payments and it's just, it's just ev- more evidence of, of that God is, is with you. And so when you have these big decisions, rolling it back into what we're talking about next, when you have these big decisions, like go, go to God, pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you into decisions and peace that you'll have about these things, because it's going to be something that will be that, you know, like, just let God guide you. Let God guide you in your decisions. You don't have to cast lots and flip coins and play patty cake, patty cake, and you know, bubble gum, bubble gum. But God will bring you peace about decisions. And if you don't have peace about it, that's the main thing. That's the hardest thing when hearing from God. If you don't have peace about something, that's going to be a huge indicator that it's not right now. It might be a no, and and it is definitely a not right now. And I hope that is something good for you. We'll see you Wednesday for Acts chapter 2. Give us a follow on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all at SoCincy. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. We'll see you on Wednesday.